expected. I actually flinched a little bit. Hey, where'd you get the uh, the the bomber sound effect? Where'd that come from? No, they come from outside, man. Oh, you're completely in character now, huh? You're gonna you're gonna pull uh, fucking Tom Cruise on me? I'm going full method, man. died back then. Otherwise, they would have told us. They didn't tell us anything about that, so, be, so it should be good. Alright, let's get this thing started. Have you been to England? Yeah, once. Like, really? Yeah. How long ago was that? Shit, I must have been like five years old. Ah. I do remember it, though. Alright, so it was back when they had men in that country. That's gonna, that's basically gonna spoil the, ruin the question I had for you. You mean the grit? Yeah, the true grit that the British had. Because I'll tell you right now, now that country's a fucking mess. Oh shit! Yeah, you can you can go to jail for saying something that hurts someone's feelings, and someone blows your shit up. And the most important thing is that them blowing our shit up won't make us angry. We have to show them that we're not angry and we're not riled up and ready to fight. We just saw the movie uh, Dunkirk, and I gotta tell you, after watching that movie, if I was a British man, I put my head in my hands, I'd fucking cry. And I say, what the. F fuck happened i i heard some good things about the movie i said yeah whatever we'll just go see it on the lark we weren't even gonna fucking review it man i saw it and i was like shit it's your uh christopher nolan's version of uh seven private ryan yeah because freaking spielberg locked that shit down yeah but chris and chris and nolan pulled it off he did, a, he did a pretty good job uh you know what let me let me tell you guys the actual historical story of what happened in dunkirk instead of telling you the plot yeah i'm gonna tell you the actual story and there's really no reason to say spoiler alert because if you don't know what happened then you know you're a goddamn philistine anyway <laughs> Uh, the Battle of Dunkirk uh, was when the British actually jumped in to the war yeah. to make their first attempt to push back the Germans. It was their version of a European invasion. And the problem was that they were doing all the heavy lifting in Africa. The fact that the French, you know, let's, let's not sugarcoat it. The French got their asses beat like a drum in Europe. So the British were basically completely outmaneuvered completely surrounded they were just in bad fucking shape so the whole idea was the british are huge a mass of troops if they couldn't get those troops back so that they could launch a counterattack somewhere else the british were fucked yep, no. so what happens is they pull their uh their troops back to the city of dunkirk i think it was, uh austin day as well I, I believe but it was like two or three cities but they pulled them back to dunkirk and because they needed so many of their warships to hold the Germans off, yeah. they really couldn't send anyone to pick up their troops. And what eventually happened is there's this like state of emergency that the British government can issue in which they would conscript all these civilian sailing vessels to use in a state of war. And this goes all the way back to the old, old, old Queen Elizabeth, like the first one. It's like, yeah, we'll just take your fucking ship and commission it into war. It's like the wooden ships and whatnot. No one ever thought that they would have to use this. But the idea was, I think they had like, what, 300,000? 
thousand men over there. Yeah, they had three hundred. And they were like, "Look, we just want to try to get like thirty thousand back. We'll be lucky if we do that." And they, the military, could not do that. So once they said, "Fuck it, these guys are pretty much dead. We're gonna let you know the civilian people know you can go across the English Channel, help us out, pick up some troops." And so many civilians took their boats over there. They actually managed to withdraw all the British troops that were still there. Yeah, England wasn't that far from which is happening. Yeah, it was. It was far enough. I mean, it, it wasn't was far that enough. far, but but it still, goddamn, it was it was yeah. far enough to to make it hard as shit. So all these civilians just fucking took their boats and they went over there and stiff upper lip, can do attitude, and they brought their boys home. That in and of itself, that was considered a huge victory because that's what allowed them, for the most part, that's what allowed them to survive the blitz. So that when the Americans eventually got in the war, there was actually something to work with. Otherwise, that whole country would have collapsed. It doesn't sound all that spectacular, especially when you compare it to D-Day, but when you watch it, yeah, it's it's pretty impactful. Pretty you know, intense. It's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty intense. Good. You see uh, what's happening in France. It's, you know, very clearly that the Germans completely had them surrounded in there. Pushed yeah, down France was, was done. All the way to the shores. You, you barely saw any German soldiers at all. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, the Germans were doing sorties and whatnot. They were mostly leaving it up to the Air Force. Yeah. Which you could see in the movie. What the Germans were mostly concerned with was the Russians. Mm -hmm. If not for the fact that Hitler started some shit with the Russians way too early, yeah. he could have pretty much pushed it. He could have taken that entire British army. He could have taken them. And then Britain would have been out of the war. And he could have focused on Russia. But This you know, movie starts out this movie starts out guns ablazing. I mean, you see depleted soldiers as it is already tired. Well, from yeah, but it, it, when it starts out, and that's that's kind of the cool thing. When it starts out, you're like, what the fuck is going on? They just drop you right into the scene. Yep, you're dropped right into the scene in the eyes of the British soldier. I think, it was, was it Gibson? Is that the soldier? Was it Gibson? I think it was Tommy. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's so drab. There's not, like, a lot of colors. So, when you're in the heat of it, man, they all look alike. All the soldiers are just... Plus, the uniforms are torn. There's mud splattered on them. I feel it's very, very, very hectic. I feel for the protagonist here, even though... You Which know, one? There were several. Yeah. The, and the I like that, one, too. The first one. He's there with his platoon, and he's just trying to use the bathroom, man, and he can't. Well, his attempts to use the bathroom is the only thing that saved his fucking life. His yeah. whole platoon, they're in France, and they get slaughtered to a man, and they're not even trying to fight. All they're trying to do is make it to the beach, which yeah. is where the evacuation is. That was Tommy, I think. Was that was saying. Tommy? Yeah. Fjorn Whitehead. Uh, great job. Guy did a good job. When I was watching it, I wanted to say, okay, they're portraying him as a coward. But as the movie goes on, they take pains to show to you that there's no such thing as a coward. No. Not These men are put in a position that is completely unattainable. It's their desperate. And it's completely yeah, it's completely normal to say, I want to live another day. Yeah. And all the ships, they're only what few ships they have, they're only using to take out the wounded. So what uh Tommy and some other dude does, I think it was like the French dude. Yeah, the French soldier, yeah. Because they're they're not letting the French soldiers anywhere near their boats. Like, fuck you guys. This yeah, is for British a scene only. That, uh, uh, Tommy and the other uh, French yeah, soldier Damon who, Bernard, yeah. that who, who disguised himself as a British soldier by mm -hmm. taking a uniform, somebody right, dead. Right, and They're, what they do is they find a guy who's injured, mm -hmm. they put him on a stretcher, and they run for the boat because the boat's about to go. They get the guy to the boat. It's like, yo, let's get an injured guy. I got to get him on here. So they manage to get the injured guy on the boat, and the guy on the boat's like, yeah, you two fuckers, get off. 
It's like, what? There's no fucking room. You know, we weren't even supposed to let that guy on. Get off. So when they're trying to leave, they do a little something, some shenanigans. To, instead of walking up the gangplank, as soon as they get up the top, they drop down to the side of the like the pier. Because yeah. the boats can't come right up to the beach. The water's too shallow. So they get on the pier, and they're trying to see if there's some other way to sneak on. And yeah. lo and behold, that saved their life because the, bo- the boat was sank yeah. right then and there. So when you have all the guys jumping off the boat, what do they do? They dunk themselves in the water what? and come back up wet. And what's that? Why? Why did the boat sink? It got hit. It was a submarine. Oh yeah, a torpedo hit him. Yeah, a, tor- a torpedo, torpedo hit him. And that hit was him. rough. That, yeah, was, that was that was rough, claustrophobic yeah. as shit. I was like, damn, that sucks. The way those guys got taken. So they they dunked their heads in, come out, say, okay, all these people, let's put them on the other boat. They were already clear. Leave. Let's put them on the other boat. So they line these guys up to go on the other boat. And then guess what happens? That one gets sunk too. So at this point, you're like, like just desperate as shit. Yeah, you used to get anybody you off You are so desperate off in this off movie. It makes you desperate watching it because you're in a position of all the soldiers in there mm-hmm. and you got airstrikes. The Even plane was that. passing by and dropping bombs. And then you got a U-boat that you don't know where the hell it is. Mm-hmm. And it was sinking the ships. Well, how many different point of views was it? Was it three? Was it four? Uh, I think yeah. it was four or you had five. The captain of the other ship. You no, no, no. It didn't have his pilot. point of view. The fighter. It was a fighter pilot point of view. Mm-hmm. There was the uh, the two guys that were just trying to get away. Yeah. The two soldiers. There was a civilian who was one of the first guys to take his boat with his son and then his son's best friend who's supposed to help them go he jumps on the boat too like i want to help sir i want to help and they're both like 16 17 so they jump on and i think there was one more person's point of view that was the soldier that they rescue in the water it shows you what happened to him the night before Ah, okay okay so there's four different points of views and with no one's point of view, every single person's giving 110%. Yeah. Uh, the boat captain is just there with his sons, and the sons are so eager to go out and fight, like, yeah, we're going to help, and this and that. And the father is kind of trying to temper that down, because he served in the first one, yeah. the Great War. And he's like, it's not, it's not as glorious as you think. And you learn later on, which is a wonderful line, that at one point the pilot gets downed, and when he comes on the ship, you know, the pilot asks the guy, like, you know, what are you doing here? You know, how do you know? But oh, I, I was in the first war. And he's like, look, you're too old to be out here, man. You you can't do anything. Well, you know what? People my age started this war and then forced people your age to get into it. The least I can do is come out here and try to fight that I started. Yeah. That you know, this is awesome. the fight that I started. Yeah. My people started yeah. this. You could see it on his face that he went through World War One. Yeah. You see it clearly. It's like this, this old man knows something. And there's pain there. Like when the pilot went down and his son was like, yeah, he didn't, he didn't parachute out. He's gone. It's like, yeah, we're going to go to his plane and try yeah. to get him. No, he's, he's gone. He didn't parachute yeah, he, out. You know, he's most likely dead. Yeah. Well, he may be alive too. I don't know what it was, but there's like some guilt there, possibly for the people in his old unit that he wasn't able to save. Yeah. And they never mentioned it, but the way his voice cracks a little bit, it's, it's it's good. Yeah, you know it, it sends the message. I it, love it. And all the acting here is not what they say is what is not said. Exactly. And yes. There was just yes. so many great actors here giving great performances. First guy they rescued. I, I don't know his name off the top of my head. He was the guy from uh, Batman. He's um, Scarecrow. Oh, oh, yeah, was, uh, was that freaking uh, Jack Logan? Yeah, he's the guy with the shell shock. Yeah. And he barely said anything, but you felt his pain on screen. And the thing is, the, the sons are like, 
you know, what's wrong with this guy? You know, is he a deserter? All he wants to do is go back to England. He doesn't want to let us take him over there so he can help his brothers. And the guy's like, no, no, it's it's shell shock. He he's messed up. But the worst thing is he's probably fucked up for life now. Yeah, he's the best you can hope to do is get him able to interact. Yeah, sort of the way he used to. But he's like, no, that guy's fucked. Yeah, he's saying it was changes. Like, yeah, he's changed right now. For for the rest of his life, he's changed. The rest of his life. He's like, that's that's shell shock. All that means is that guy saw some shit. Yeah. Think think a soldier coming home from Nam. That guy saw some shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's uh, he's broken. That very same scene where they found him, that was awesome. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. sitting there by himself. No, you're just waiting for the boat to sink. He was the last person sitting on top of the boat as it was going down. And it looked like when they showed up, like he was contemplating whether he should even... Go down with the ship or just... Even try to live. Yeah. It's like, I've seen the horrors of war. I don't know if I can I can do this shit no more. Whatever. You yeah. know, but they, they brought him on. These fighter pilots were really working... Against the clock. I mean, it was only... They were overstretched. It was only three of them, and they had been there since who knows when, getting getting rid of as many German fighters as they could. That's possible, yeah. There was no reinforcements coming. That was it. No backup, no nothing. It was just these three guys, and I think one of them... One of them ran out of gas, yeah. right? One of them sh- got shot down very early one on. One of them got shot down. One ran out of gas because they were constantly trying to stop these guys. They were doing because they, they didn't want to go back for gas. They're like, we're all they have, dude. I'm looking at this, the troops down there. Third one was shot down, and there was one more, which was awesome. The last one, this brass balls son of a bitch, yeah, shot down a German fighter, ran out of gas. And then his plane was gliding, and he kept going in a giant circle around where the men were, just gliding, yeah, no engine. And on uh, the beach. Yeah, and whenever he would see another German plane just gliding, he'd shoot at it. You know, I think he downed like a bomber. Yeah, he downed two while bombers. while he was gliding. Yeah, he. Uh, see, yeah, he like, I'm just going to keep right. fighting until I can't fight anymore. My my men are down there. I'm looking at them. One thing I noticed that when German planes were coming down, they were dying. And one thing that you notice, soldiers are talking. There, you see the beat, and then you hear, yeah, yeah, sound. Yeah. And that's when shit. Everybody was taking a shit, and everybody was everybody like, oh my out. god. They're coming down again, and everybody's through the fetal position hiding. Mm-hmm. Right. And just, you know? just hope, just hope that it's not you that dies right. this time. Right. This courageous uh, pilot, and just match him, and that's it. He says, "Best case scenario, I shoot down a plane. Yeah. Worst case scenario, the plane comes after me instead of shooting at the men. With the guys going through so much shit, you really kind of tear up at the last minute. You see all the civilian boats because when he tells." The rear admiral that's there is like, yeah, that's it. Churchill, Churchill said he's pulling back all the ships and using for home defense. So he put out the order for all the civilians to come and pick us up. And hopefully we'll get 30,000, maybe hopefully out of 300,000. When it finally comes through and you see just like this huge flotilla of civilian ships. And because they're not as big as the battleships and whatnot, they're harder to hit. So yeah. they just come in and pick up all the troops and take them home. And then best of all, when they get back home, they all feel defeated. They all feel like shit, like we failed. But all the people were cheering. They're throwing flowers at them. They're thanking you. I like what the, the old blind guy did. The old blind guy handing out blanks is, good work, boys. Good work. Every t- every person gets a blanket too. Good work. Good work. And the guy says, good work. What for? All we did was survive. And the guy said, that's good enough. Good work. Yep, that was good enough. That was all they had to do, just survive. We're going to go back and fight again. Yep. You know, you survived. 
we're going to pick ourselves up. We're going to go fight again. Not like the millennials and the other pussies over there think. Now, yeah. no, this is like, all right, you know what? I'm dust myself off and get back over there. It's that grit, man. It's that. It's and that everyone treat them like heroes. And I was like, man, it's such a better time. Winston Churchill be spinning in his grave so goddamn fast. You can hook a gyro up to him and use him to power the electricity for the city. At the fucking <laughs> speed, he would be spinning in his grave. Gigawatts. Just have Hell some yeah. balls, man. Just some balls. Well, <laughs> apparently those balls died with what they call the greatest generation. And then after them, it was just the baby boomers and everything went to shit from yeah, there. Oh, man. It just dropped you into the scene, man. You had no moment to catch your breath at all in this movie. Dane was over there sitting and his circuits were spinning all the pre-computer. Yeah, there were, there were no computers. So nothing. I guess it's like it was, him, a, it was a simple time. electronics. That's what they had at that time. Yeah, back then the, the com- back then the tubes. internet was a set of tubes, as Al Gore <laughs> likes to say. It's, internet's not a person; it's a set of tubes. <laughs> Do you think it's worth all the praise you've been hearing? Yes, it's gotten good reviews. It, it, check it, it out. It's, so, it's in competition with a you know one of those lift me up movies. Mm-hmm. It's not really a lift me up movie. It's more or less like. Remember where you came from. Remember where you came from. Stop your stop your pissing and moaning because Facebook is down for three hours. Man up. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Like one of those man up movies. You you want to go ahead and review it? I, I want to stress that even though this was an historical movie, I love the fact that there were like no women. I saw like no, no women. No, I saw two. There was like two or three the women. The Red Cross. Yeah. The Red Cross. Yeah. And I heard that online people were talking talking shit about this movie because there's like. No mixed races or no yeah. nothing. Apparently, apparently, World War Two is racist. Yeah, I was like, dude, you're making an historical film. Yeah, let's let's, let's not keep it. Yeah, let's, let's not it. talk about all the Jews that were tossed into a furnace. Let's talk about the fact that they didn't have women running around shooting. And uh, there's just a lot of great scenes. It's really hard to describe because a lot of it is shown in the eyes. What? All the acting here is shown in the eyes. Exactly. What did these women were doing, Antoine? Tell me about it. They were the Red Cross women. Right. They were wearing their all white and whatnot. And they were just tending to the men as best they could, you know, putting bandages on, giving them tea, right. giving them uh, bread and jam. Or I guess they would call it marmalade, you know, just to keep the spirits up. They were up. inside a ship. Some oh, yeah. When that ship went ship. down, they died. Yeah. Yeah. They, that was, that was so pretty so rough. You have to have some brass ball knowing that, yo, this ship sinks, you're fucking dumb. Yeah. They don't even have a gun. You know what's sad about all that? All they can do is just hope they don't die. Like, these guys are exhausted out there for days or how long they've ever been. No and food. No food. And they, get, they get one slice of bread with some with some jam. That's, mm-hmm. That is it. This was their last meal for a lot of them. Yeah. It, it, and it, it must have tasted awesome for them because they tried to have to eat yeah. shit the whole time. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. You know what? But I think Christopher Nolan hit this one in the nail. So, we, you know, we praise Save It Private Ryan. We praise, uh, what's the one? We praise Eastwood. Eastwood, I'm sorry. Eastwood one, you know? Yeah, letters from me, Regina. But they had a great deal of amazing cinematography because it captured the ambience of the coldness. And I felt like, wow, this is fucking great, you know? I did have a little problem with the music because I'm thinking that fucking that clockwork with Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. We start doing like... Oh, yeah, there was a little bit of that. That's, you know, that's what I'm he's like, good for. What? I didn't recognize anybody except for like the Admiral well, and the fighter much- pilot. That's all yeah. the people you need to recognize. Yeah, you know what? what are you talking it. about? I'm glad he grabbed no-name actors because it's just better for you to relate. Can you imagine? They all can be expendable at any moment yeah. in time. There's too much war going on. Can you imagine the pressure that those fucking officers were going through? Stiff upper lip, man. That's the British way. Keep <laughs> calm and carry on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Even when all was said and done, and they finally got the officers all went last, and there was a private who went to sleep on the dock 
And he woke up like, oh, shit, everyone's gone. And the admiral's like, hey, private, let's go. There's boats for the officers, but whatever. We ain't going to be picky. Let's get the fuck out of here. And when he goes, the colonel jumps on the boat. Admiral's like, no, I ain't going. I'm staying here for the French. I mean, they kind of seem somewhat guilty because they just kind of left the French to fucking. Yeah, they're trying to get off the Dunkirk, You Frenchies ain't getting in our boats, man. This is, you know, there's barely any room for us. There's a scene that I really love at the beginning. Uh, when the main characters, his buddies, were getting shot, that town in France, yeah. and they're running, and he climbs the fence, and you see the Frenchmen's fucking faces were like shitless, fucking mm-hmm. scared. Seriously, yep. they they were like, "Yo, this is our fucking home, and we're taking fucking." <laughs> they, that's it. They ain't nowhere else. They were fucking scared, and they focused on that. They were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, there was really nowhere else to go. Yeah, you know I mean that that beach was actually really clear. I mean, uh, like clean, that clean well, water. Yeah, that's what it's, that's what it was like back then. I mean, it was Except nice. for the oil and the bodies. Yeah, the oil I mean, and the pretty, bodies and that foam. Besides that. that foam, that sea foam was... That that was supposed to be oil. That was the oil coming up in the foam. Oh, okay. Ah, that explained it. Yeah, yeah that was that was the oil. They, they did a pretty good job with that. Remember, back then, those boats just... They weren't running on gasoline. That was pure fucking oil. Yeah. Those boats were running on. Tail from the smokestacks and shit. So- and mm-hmm. there, and there was a theme that we were we were speaking to before we started recording. It was this the theme of sacrifice. Yeah. On and on about that someone had to sacrifice for the greater whole to survive. You know, the pilot sacrificed, the boat captain sacrificed, mm-hmm. the admiral's fa- sacrifice for the French, knowing that he might be captured as well. For people that really he's not responsible for. Yeah. It's just really amazing just the humanity during inhumanity mm-hmm. absolutely so what do you rate this man i'll go first this movie really did everything right everything it needed to do all the points it needed to hit because i was really expecting just some sort of a you know fighting 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 action 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 but when you realize what dunkirk was this wasn't no fighting 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 act. this is just us trying to get out it was sad it sucks that it happened, but we just wanted to leave, get the fuck out of there. And they did such a great job making you feel empathy for everyone and yeah. making you feel what the purpose of. Everyone was sacrificing. And you realize that it hits the heartstrings at just the right time. All that. It's all good. But I really have a hard time giving it a full price because this genuinely feels like I will watch this once and never see this again a day in my life. I've seen Saving Private Ryan like eight fucking times. Uh. And possibly because Saving Private Ryan has those action scenes that can really get me jazzed up. It makes me feel guilty because to me, that's a shitty reason not to give something a full price. But I don't like the idea of paying full price to go see something opening night knowing that, yeah, I'll enjoy it, but I'll never fucking see it again. So I'm shocked that you're not going to give it a full price wow. because your boy Tom Hardy was there. Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, like, oh, man, uh, this, I want this movie He was the badass fighting I want back, Tom man. Hardy inside me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do feel guilty about that, but I have to be honest for our fans, or I should say fan, singular. I don't know how many people listen <laughs> I, I want to be honest with them. So I'm going to say a very, very, also very high matinee. And I swear to God, anyone asks me about this movie, I'll say it's a wonderful movie. I, I, I will, I will try to, to make money for the movie. I'll, I'll convince people to go see it. I'm just feeling guilty right now, but I cannot in good conscience give it a full price. I give it an excruciatingly high matinee. For me, there was a lot of pain, a lot of learning of the human condition. That's that sounds like bullshit. From- 
No, I'm serious. I mean, uh, a lot of stuff people can learn from from this movie. By saying that, I kind of actually agree with you. There's a combination of scenes where you see tons of suffering. Can you if see you, yourself watching if, this again? If, if To watch this again? A second time. I don't know if I can. Maybe if somebody didn't see it. But Even me, if someone saw it, I personally would recommend me it. Me going off not, on a second time, I would say no. The reason why I would say no is because... Most of the scenes, you could be dropped in at any point in the movie mm-hmm. and get the point. You could be dropped in from the beginning of the movie, watch the whole movie. You could be dropped in at the middle of the movie and watch the rest and kind of get the gist of exactly what's going on. Right. And get enough of what's going on I think, just in a short span of time. I think what you're trying to say is once once you know what you're expected to feel emotionally... You can't really feel it because yeah. you know what's, what's supposed to be coming. Yeah. So you prepare yourself against it. Yeah. So that emotional grip that it had on you, now it's just you watching some guys talk. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about it in that way. I was kind of gripped. But you I were also... emotionally gripped when you watched it. Yeah. But if you're watching it again and you already know this guy's going to die, the people are going to come in at the last minute to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. All that stuff that really tugged at your heartstrings, you already see it coming. So all you have left is like the action and whatnot. And this wasn't really about the, the action. action. There, was, there really wasn't much of that. You know what the sad part is? I was very disappointed that they didn't put in any photos or anybody that he based some of these characters off of. Mm. That was very disappointing to me. Because normally when they base it on a certain characters, they're actually real people. I didn't have a problem on. with him not saying... You know, who was based on world? I have a problem with that. And and the last character, the hero, the pinnacle hero of the movie, which is the fighter pilot, I really want to know what happened to him afterwards. Hmm. And that's what kind of made me disappointed in a way. Like, oh, was he killed in a camp? Well, that's not important. Well, yeah, but... That's why I didn't take that any further. That's not important. Yeah, it's one of the heroes of the movie. You just want to keep up with that. What do you think? So what do you give it, right? A high matinee. What do you got? Dang, what do we got? Come on, Ken. But you asleep. No, man. That, <laughs> you, look, man that, what do you that, rate the movie? No, man. That shit changed me, bro. I'm, I'm not the same now. Is Skynet not going to get to you? Same, now you know, no, no. Now you're going to no, feel for humans now? Skynet, man. This is, this is fucked up. I give it a full price. You know why? Oh, okay. I give it a full price because it shows you the moment of people, heroism, and cowardness at the same time. You know? Right. You ask me. Oh, would you ever see it again? Absolutely. It's so much things that I, you know, that I remember in the movie that I want to see again. Damn, this shit's fucked up. And, you know, like Ray was saying, like, what happened to the fighter? Well, he most likely he got killed. He probably got interrogated. He's not Russian, so it wouldn't have been that bad. They actually treated people on the uh, on the Western Front with some modicum of decency. He is a Russian. I can imagine maybe they'd be ripping no, no, teeth no. out. They, but you, you, The cinematography is beautiful. I give it a full price. Okay. One thing I really yeah. liked was at the very, very end where they're in the train and you see these two boys, they're just playing. And the war is so close to them, but yet they're living their normal lives. All right, All right guys. So overall, we've got a, uh, a good high magnet. Yeah, high magnet. No pretty good. Pretty good. He deserved it. it deserved hey, you guys it. broke up or something? No, no. I'm uh, right. I'm, I'm talking right. about Antoine. Oh. Yeah. Tom doesn't, Antoine doesn't like Tom anymore. Tom Hardy's Tom Hardy, his, yeah. uh, his boy now. He's like, he was big, man. He's, he's, I, I, he's I've, like, you know, I grew over that crush and shit. You know, I feel like older now. Blah blah. blah. I've grown. <laughs> I've I've grown. <laughs> I have to walk my my own path. All right, guys. Till next time. Don't forget to visit our website g2ta.net. 
visit us on Podbean, g2ta.podbean.com. Walk it off because I'm a man. You're missing a leg. <laughs> Fuck it. That's diabetes, bro. Oh. <laughs>